share this post if you love Jesus. If you don't, that means you hate him and you love Satan and you're going to live forever in hell. microphone, one mixed drink, which is a white Russian, which is my favorite drink, but that's what I'm sipping on right now, because I can. You know why? Because I got fired from my job, and I don't have to work tomorrow, and so I'm just chilling in the studio, and I'm sipping on a drink late at night, because that's what I feel like doing. It's a crazy world out there. And I hope that you can't hear my dog in the background. He thought it would be a good time to start eating his bone that he's had all day, that he hasn't touched all day. As soon as I turn the microphone on, then he starts crunching the bone right beside me. But that's my life. So anyway, today I'm talking about Christians on social media, aka my arch nemesis. Not really, but very annoying at times Um, because if you're like me and you know a lot of Christians and you grew up around a lot of Christians and if you're on Facebook at all, which is a huge mistake, I don't know why I'm still on Facebook in 2020, but here we are. Well, I guess I know why I'm on Facebook because number one, I like to try to keep in touch with family and most family is just on Facebook. And also I'm a little bit nosy, so I like to see what's going on in people's lives. And number three, I needed to use Facebook for my last job, which I just got fired from. I think I already mentioned that uh, because that's all I've been thinking about these last few days. Anyway, maybe I'll quit Facebook because I just get tired of seeing the nonstop bombardment of Bible quotes, prayer requests, and just, it's always, it's Jesus everything, which is fine. You know, if people want to believe in Jesus, I really honestly don't have a problem with that, even though I kind of act like it sometimes, I guess. The problem I have is when they start judging other people for how they're living their lives. You know, you don't ever hear the word abomination unless it's used in the context of homosexual relationships. That's literally the only time I ever hear the word abomination is when it's Christians talking about gay people. I don't know if they're scared that gay people are going to attack them and, or try to, you know, forcibly have sex with them and convert them, turn them gay. I just, I don't really don't get it. I guess they don't seem to care as much about all the other sins that other people are committing or that they're committing. It's, it's just about the gays. Don't be gay. It's an abomination. Like, who cares? How does it affect you in any way? You think that people are going to go burn in hell because they're in love with somebody who's the same sex as they are? It's just ridiculous. But that's all I see. They post whatever they want to with no regard but which leads me to my next thought which is why for all these years 
have I been so afraid to post what I think? I've been an atheist for a long time. Uh, but I've never, never posted anything about it. And I think it's mostly out of fear. And that's really my own fault. I, don't, I, don't, I guess I don't have to go on there and talk about how I'm an atheist and how I don't believe in God or whatever. Like, there's really no point in just coming out. I guess some people do that. And that's fine. But I've never really felt the need just to say, hey, everybody, I'm an atheist. But I'm, I'm definitely tempted at times to post my thoughts, especially in response to some of the stuff that I see other people posting. Just judging other people for their lifestyles. Or, you know, posting Bible verses, just the cute ones. Leaving out all the ones that have to do with genocide and slavery and all the other horrible things that are in the Bible. But I get it, you know. It's their lives. I really can't fault them for what they post. Hell, I used to be in their shoes. I used to post stuff like that. Luckily, social media wasn't really in full swing whenever I was a hardcore Christian. It was like the MySpace slash early Facebook days. So I wasn't on there just posting every random thought all the time. If I would have still been a Christian from the 2012 to 2015, 16 days, my social media probably would have looked a little different. Probably would have had more Bible verses on there and posted more articles about non-Christians and what else is going on in the world. But luckily, I had already deconverted by then. So, but yeah, I mean, I can't really fault Christians for posting what they do. It's their beliefs. It's their center of their life, the center of their everything. It's Jesus everything all the time, you know, for a lot of people. So, but, you know, you see the posts about abortion. See, those seem to be the two major topics, abortion and homosexuality. You know, it's, it's murder and abomination, especially, you know, when election time comes like it is now getting close to the election, you know, so it's as soon as they he- start hearing the word Democrat or t- or hearing about Democrats in the running or that they're, you know, Trump's going to be dethroned, then it's all about Democrats just want to get somebody in there so people can kill their babies and all this extreme stuff. But I'm not here to talk about politics, so I'm going to try to stay on topic as I Take another swig from the old white Russian here. One second. Helps me to gather my thoughts. So, if I went on social media and I posted all the awful verses that are in the Bible, people would reply to me and tell me that I'm taking it out of context. But isn't that what they do? You know, when you see all the the verses and stuff that they post, they just pick and choose, cherry pick. Ooh, this looks good. I'll take this, and let me do a little more shopping. Let me look over here. Oh, no, that one sounds pretty bad. That one paints God in a terrible light, like he loves slavery. So, ooh, here's a cool one about love and kindness. I'll post that one. It's funny how the good things always come from God, and the bad things are always either Satan or 
a test from God. It's weird, isn't it? Like, no bad things ever come from God in people's eyes, and I, I really don't understand that one. I guess it's just, you know, making excuses for everything that, you, you know, God is in control, and he would never allow bad things to happen. It's our own sin, or it's Satan trying to have his way. Always kind of cracks me up now. Now that I'm out of it, I'm guilty of it because I used to do the same damn thing. You know, really, I've bitten my tongue for too long. It's not like I really want to get on social media and just combat theists and and fight against Christians. I mean, sure, I have a whole Instagram page dedicated to atheism, but I don't really attack theists. I don't go on other people's posts and, you know, tell them that they need to be an atheist or call them stupid for believing in God. I post my own things and some of them are stupid or funny or controversial maybe maybe even, but uh I don't really go out hunting for Christians to fight with them. But they sure as hell show up in my comments and direct messages trying to convert me, telling me that I'm going to hell and asking me why I stopped believing, telling me that I was never a true Christian. That one especially pisses me off. The good old no true Scotsman fallacy where they just tell, they can, they know me, you know, from one fucking conversation. They know who I am, my past, my intentions, my thoughts, my theories. They think that they know all that from, from me making one post about uh, Noah's Ark or something, you know. Then they want to get in this whole big debate with me and and sit there and tell me what I do believe and what I don't believe. I even have people say, you know you believe in God. You really do deep down. But you're just in denial. Or why are you so angry with God if you don't think he exists? I'm not angry with God. I'm angry with being misled for the majority of my fucking life. I don't see how that's so hard to understand. You know, a lot of you are probably like me. Where you... I mean, I believe this shit from birth until I was 26 years old. So, I mean, all through my early adult years, instead of having fun and partying and, you know, doing whatever kids do, drinking and whatever, I'm carrying my Bible around, going to worship services. I'm falling down in the altar because I, quote-unquote, have the Holy Spirit. I'm going to church on Friday nights, for Christ's sake, you know? So it's not the... It's not God that I'm angry with. That's all the bullshit. It's the road that I was not necessarily forced down, but, you know, led down, I guess. When you're so young and impressionable, you can't really think for yourself in a lot of ways. And you, know, you, you grow up with this already, this presupposition that there is a God. I want to read you guys a DM that I got on Instagram. I don't even know what I posted. Something silly or stupid or, you know, just making some point about religion. I, I get a DM at 8 o'clock in the morning before I've even had my damn coffee. 
and it says, You will be judged for your campaign against God. Any soul you negatively impact, you will be held responsible. Does an eternity in hell frighten you? It definitely should. The punishment for sin is never-ending. I understand if people hurt you, but if that caused you to turn away from God, your trust was never in Him. It was in people. I will pray for you, Kevin. Don't be angry with God. To which I replied, Fuck you. End of story. It's another it's another theist sliding into my DMs, you know, creepily telling me that they love me and care about me. But really all they want to do is judge me and point their finger at me. And they act like I've never been there before. They just assume that I'd never have done this. You know, I spent a decade of my life as a hardcore believer. I went to church on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, fucking Friday night. Read my Bible all the time. Worshipped. I broke every secular CD I own with a fucking wiffle ball bat. Okay? It was my life. I got married young because I didn't want to lust and have premarital sex. But these crazies insist on telling me that I was never a real Christian. Drives me crazy. My favorite thing to do, though, is to tell them, I hope you see the light one day. Maybe you'll see the light. And they do not like when I say that. But you know what? I don't care. For today's horrible Bible verse, I'm going with another classic, 1 Timothy 2, verses 11 through 15. A woman should learn in quietness and full submission. I do not permit a woman to teach or to assume authority over a man. She must be quiet. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not the one deceived. It was the woman who was deceived and became a sinner. But women will be saved through childbearing if they continue in faith, love, and holiness with propriety. I mean, that verse is pretty disgusting in almost every way. Women shut up. Can't have authority over a man. Adam came first, and he wasn't the one that fucked up. It was you, Eve. You fucked up. But you can be saved through childbearing. I mean, this is the book they read. And this is the New Testament, not the Old. So, what's the excuse? The normal one that I hear is, Oh, that was just Paul's letter to this one specific church, and blah, blah, blah. We love Joyce Meyer, and all that crap. But it's just right there. They want to say that we're taking stuff out of context, but they make an excuse for every single verse that is just terrible in the Bible. So, sorry, not sorry, you know. I appreciate you for listening. If you want to check out, I've got on JesusUnfollower.com some non, a non-religious track, like the uh, atheist's answer to a Bible track. If you want to check that out, head over to JesusUnfollower.com. And otherwise, if you would, follow me if you're not already, at JesusUnfollower on everything. And I appreciate you hanging out with me. Until next time, catch you on the flippity flip.